0: Welcome back to Madness Prep. It's day 2 and we're ready to get you guys ready for the tournament which starts tomorrow. Technically started yesterday, but you know, we're releasing this on Wednesday. So, started Tuesday-ish the playing games. We're not going to count the playing games right now. We're going to we're just going to treat the tournament as the tournament even though Jack over here is definitely counting the playing games as the tournament. So, we're bringing back a guest who knows his basketball stuff is going to help, help us as the audience and me as the host figure out what on earth I'm going to do with my bracket before it's too late. So Jack Phillips, welcome back to the show.
1: Once again, I'm happy to be here. It's always a pleasure. So I, I appreciate it. I feel I'm excited.
0: I think the title name we're going to call it Madness Prep with Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil. Dr. That's Phil. What we're that's do. good. I like. Okay. That. That's what we're gonna call it. And in the background, right now, we are watching the playing game between uh, Texas A&M Corpus Christi, Chris Christy. Chris, Christy, whatever, whatever you are down there, and Texas Southern. So, uh, which is actually a pretty good game right now. It's not bad.
1: Yeah. No. It's good. I mean, they de- they technically don't count. Yeah. But they're still fun. They're still fun to watch. You know, it's exciting seeing the logo. In the in the center court.
0: Oh, absolutely!
1: It, it's nice. It, you get all the the nice. Uh, right.
0: I don't. The courts just looks so good for March Madness.
1: It's fun. Uh, yeah. It's even the court alone just just gives it that much more emphasis because like nobody else, nobody's watching these two teams play, two 16 seeds play each other in like the regular season. Exactly.
0: Okay. So let's, let's talk brackets. Let's talk. It's, it's time to really get down to the nitty gritty and let me grab my clipboard with my bracket on it. So let's, let's discuss our one seeds. Um, you know, it's, it's, has it happened yet? Has a one seed lost a 16 seed yet? Yeah it, has. yeah, it has. Was UMBC, it Loyola? U,
1: no, UMBC. UMBC, that's right. Beat Virginia two two tournaments ago. It's two tournaments ago. ago.
0: Okay, so it's happened. Is it happening this year?
1: Um, It shouldn't. No. I mean, in correction, it was in 2018 that Virginia lost. They won it all in 2019. Uh, I mean, I'm never going to predict a 16 seed to beat a one seed. I'll never predict a 15 to beat a two seed. If you if you can correctly do that, if you correctly picked Norfolk State against Missouri, mm-hmm. or Oral Roberts against Ohio State, or Middle Tennessee State against Michigan State, or any any of the other crazy upsets, props to you. I will never have the balls to do it. Yeah,
0: no, it just seems a little bit unrealistic to be confident saying this 16 seed is going to upset. Like we're watching these teams play right now, and they're about to be playing Kansas, and it's just like no shot. Yeah there's just no way okay so one seeds we've moved on from that we'll talk about the what well let's talk about what you think the the toughest part of the bracket is is it the west east south or Midwest
1: yeah this is uh kind of funny because normally the the number one overall seed is supposed to have the easiest path yes and in this case this year I think Gonzaga the number one overall seed drew the toughest path
0: yeah Um, I agree
1: they've got Duke Texas Tech UConn and Arkansas who in my opinion could all are all talented and good enough to make it out of their given region Um, and then you even have Alabama who's a six seed who's Mm -hmm. knocked off Gonzaga already Mm -hmm. and they've beat Baylor and a few other you know really good teams so you have a lot of teams in here that have
0: beaten one seeds or not one seeds that they beaten the number one team at any given time right or top five, yeah
1: at least. Duke obviously we know they're good Texas Tech proved themselves in the Big 12 Arkansas wins over Kentucky and Auburn both highly ranked teams and Tennessee I just explained Alabama UConn beat Nova mm-hmm. all these teams are capable of winning four games in a row and making it out of this region uh, that being said, I still think I would favor Gonzaga. Yes. But, I mean, I don't know. I think they got screwed here. I'm not going to lie.
0: So, so that's your toughest reason. Yeah. It's, it's just – I think – Would you name it? Is there just a lot of – for me, it almost seems like we have a lot of personality of coaches in this area, too. Definitely. Um, you have some big-name coaches, um, Memphis, Gonzaga, Arkansas, Alabama, Texas Tech. Uh, which is more of a recent name that has come up, but I mean, and Duke, I can't forget Duke because it's co. It, it seems like they put all the coaches that are relatively well known right now or talked about on ESPN. They gave them uh a lot. They they put them all together. They put a lot of personalities together. So it'll be interesting to see uh how the West goes. And then what would you what would you nickname if you could nickname the West? What would you nickname it? I know that's such a weird question, but give huh. it a, give it a fun name. I
1: like that. Uh, let's call it the wagon. The West is the wagon. Okay. And is that because what what's the nickname for? Um cuz there's just a I just see a lot of wagons when I look in this region. Okay. Just lots of them.
0: Okay. I like it. So the West is the the region of wagons. Okay. Yep. I like it. And On then the we'll move down to the East. What's two things that I think e- immediately kind of pop out to you when you look at the East? Um
1: okay. So, we have a lot of, I mean, again, the East is really good, too. I think the East is right there with the West. Um, first of all, I see my big sleeper in the East. Okay. Um, Which we can go over that. Are we going to go over that later? Or should I just go ahead and... We'll hold sleepers. Okay. We'll hold yeah.
0: them. Just, yeah. You just, you just tell me what... So, you're seeing a lot of... You're seeing the potential of the West in the East, but... To me it almost seems it seems a whole lot less consistent in the East just how teams like their season is gone.
1: Yeah. I think um there's really only
0: a high ceiling on every team in this side, but also um very average when they're not at that ceiling.
1: I, I yeah. I, I see four teams realistically that could make it out of this region. Okay. I think um this is Baylor's region. I don't I don't like them to make the final four this year. Um, yeah, I, and then Purdue yeah. is a team that I think can make it there, but their defense gives me issues taking them far. Yeah, so, again, like, yeah. realistically, and, and there's a stat, I think it's, like, last uh, six final fours, or, or maybe it's even more, only four teams ranked outside the top 20 in defensive efficiency and Kim Palm have made the final four. And Purdue ranks like 90th or 100th in defensive efficiency, so they're not even close to that yeah. that number. So they scare me a lot. And then we might have the matchup of the first round in the East, which is Murray State and San Francisco. I love mm. both these teams. I I think I think
0: that's going to be a really fun matchup. I also really I'm intrigued by one matchup specifically in the East, and we'll talk, we'll dig into it a little bit right now. Texas and Virginia Tech. I'm seeing a whole lot of people pick Virginia Tech for this game, and I understand the reasoning. Yeah. Um, I just don't know if I get comfortable when a bunch of people jump on a lower seed. Personally. Yeah,
1: like, I'm the, I'm right there with you. Um, I think sometimes the big the biggest upsets are the ones that no one expects. Yes. And I feel like a lot of people are expecting Virginia Tech to win. And honestly, if an 11 beating a 6 is not that big. It's not a two. big. Yeah. It's really like I in the past 10 years, I think 48% of 11 seeds have won the 11-6. So it's like almost a pick em. Yeah. Like if you're not picking two 11 seeds, then you probably should. And Virginia Tech, they're really hot. They probably had to win their the ACC tournament to get in. They did. And they, I mean, they ran over everybody. Yeah. Well, they their first game, they hit a buzzer beater um to keep their season alive and then after that they just cruised and beat duke in the championship by 15 yeah um and so they're going up against texas who's a team i'm not super high on i haven't really liked all year yeah i'm, um, I'm with you
0: it's just i know their wins aren't amazing um i think i said this to you yesterday but i'm some of their losses i'm just like that wasn't that bad of a loss. Yeah, like they played. They played a great game against Kansas in Lawrence. Um, yep. And maybe if that game it went to overtime, and obviously that kind of killed them. But I mean, they they, I mean, that was one of the best teams in the nation that they were competing right. with. Right. Um, they have to and play, they split with them. Yeah, and then they have to play Baylor, who's uh, an absolute dog. I can't really remember the scores of those games, but. And TCU even is a very competitive team right now. I just think some of their losses, I'm like, well, that's a reason. They're in a tough conference. So yeah. They're I, reasonable losses.
1: That, that was my biggest thing with Texas, I thought. And they have – they've got a few good wins. Like, that win over Kansas at home was really good. But, like, their resume was never super impressive to me. Like, they, yep. they beat all the teams they're supposed to, which is why I kind of like them here. Uh, Chris – I I, th- I just have a tr- I have trouble. With I have Chris a hard Beard. time picking against Chris Beard. Yeah. In the first round of a tournament, and Chris Beard is really good at winning games that he's supposed to win. Yes. And this is a game I feel like he's supposed to win. I know Virginia Tech's hot, and they shoot the three w- really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've also got a a tall, a physical, big Keve Aluma, who's a really good big who who could match some of Texas's size down low. But Texas so Texas is really good defensively and they're shaky offensively. Yeah, that's whereas what Vi- I was seeing. Virginia Tech is really good offensively and they're they can be shaky defensively. So what's more important to you because yesterday when Cade
0: was here we were talking and in my head it's like defense wins championships. Like that's just something I've always been told. Yeah. Um which is true to a degree, but if a team's got lights out three point shooting, it's really hard to argue that your defense is gonna win you that game. So in this one, are you taking a really, really good defense or you're gonna take Virginia Tech, who's hot and I wanna remind everybody, like teams get hot before, but what matters is if you can get hot right now, which is what I'm which is why I personally I I really like Kentucky right now is because if you win if they consistently win, I don't see them not I don't see them losing when they're if they catch fire right now. Yeah. Um so I don't know. Te- I don't know the te- that that game. That's one. You give me your choice real quick on it. Are you taking Virginia Tech or Texas? Uh,
1: I, I mean, as and it's funny because I've just been kind of a Texas hater all year, but I think I'm going to take Texas in the spot. Yeah. And I kind of I tend to favor um, defense a little more. Yeah. But it is one game, and. If when it comes down to one game, I think a really good offense can win you a game. Absolutely. Um, but, I mean, it obviously just depends on Virginia Tech's hitting their shots. That's
0: yeah, that's what I'm a little bit. It, I just teams that can shoot are really scary. It's
1: really a toss up yeah. for me, but I I just think Chris Beards, he's been there before. He's been he's been to a championship, literally almost won a championship. That's true. Um, so he has a little more experience, which is why and and they have experienced players. Timmy Allen's a senior, Andrew Jones is a senior, Courtney Ramey is a junior, I think. So they have a lot of experience, and that's that's kind of why I'm convincing enough to go. Okay. Yeah.
0: So you are taking Texas in that one. It. I honestly think a lot of these six and eleven matchups, just like you were saying. Obviously, what forty five percent past ten years. Yeah. Um. But like I look at Alabama and Rutgers, and I was almost sold last night on Rutgers and Alabama being pretty similar teams, and they're um, they're really streaky, and they're very much they have the same vibe about them. Almost, it's it's like when once again I said this about the East, but I do I do mean this when I talk about Alabama. Is like they had a really high ceiling. I mean they beat Baylor this year. Yeah. They had a super high ceiling, but. And then I'd see him play the next week, and I'd be like, which Alabama am I watching right now? Because this is not the team that beat Baylor. Yeah. So I don't know. And I've heard, and I've just heard that Rutgers is one of those teams that's very similar, and they have a very high ceiling. um, But they're not, um, it just depends on who shows up that day.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. This, I think this game is the hardest to pick because it seriously depends on what Alabama we get. If we get the Alabama. That is making the perimeter shots, playing tough defense like they did against Baylor and Gonzaga. I don't yeah. think Rutgers or Notre Dame, whoever comes out of that game, has any shot yep. against Alabama. Um, <clears throat> but like you said, it just depends what Alabama we get, so it's really just a toss up. And I mean, I'll probably favor uh, if Rutgers wins the plan. I'll I'll take Rutgers if Notre Dame wins the plan. Then I'll take. Bam, I think. Okay. Who do you think's winning that playing game? I think Rutgers. Okay. But Depending I mean I don't think Notre Dame should have got in personally. Okay. I think there are a few teams that might have deserved it more so than them.
0: Okay, so i uh, so you have um so the East is what'd you name have you nicknamed it? Nickname it. Give us uh, our
1: nickname. Shoot. Um The Erie
0: East. Erie East. Okay. And then let's move to the south. Um something give me something notable what do you think versus the west and the east what about the south specifically is different in just in general um i
1: think it's the easiest region for a one seed who is the in my opinion i think they're the worst one seed yes they're the third best one seed according to the committee um so yeah i just find it funny i feel like kansas drew got a really good draw and i i did not have i all year i've not planned on taking kansas far in my bracket but i just think they got super lucky with their draw um a lot of interesting storylines you have wisconsin uh playing colgate who's a familiar face oh down in the midwest yeah 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 um and Wisconsin's Johnny Davis is playing through an ankle injury, so that's something to keep an eye on. You have LSU, who just fired their head coach a few days ago.
0: Mm-hmm. Another 11-6 and six seed game.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, Iowa State has been pretty horrible as of late. But, they, I mean, they've proven they they can play with some pretty good teams. They played yeah. well with Baylor both times this year. Um, you have Iowa who's super hot, just won the big Mm 10. They look unstoppable right now. Absolutely. Um, Providence is interesting. A lot of people aren't super sold on them and they have to face South Dakota state who is the best three point shooting team in the entire country by a wide margin. Um, and then you have Auburn who's been struggling. A lot of people thought we're the best team in the country for a while and They kind of fell off near the end, and people are growing some question marks about that team. So a lot of, I mean, it's an interesting one. I think Kansas got lucky again, Um, but anything can happen. So, okay, so the Midwest nickname it. Uh, the just the it's just mid. It's Midwest. It is the mid Midwest. Yeah.
0: Okay, and then give me a good name for the South because I don't feel like the South has too much. I'm gonna say this lightly, but not a ton of craziness going on. Yeah. Um, what's your nickname for the South, and then we'll get into sleepers.
1: Um, I'm gonna give it just the subtle South. Subtle. I, I think yeah. it's
0: a great. I think it's a good side of the bracket. I think. I just think that's what brackets, like if if a computer made a bracket, I feel like that's what it would look like on the South side.
1: Yeah, I'm not. I don't get super excited about a a lot uh, in the South.
0: I am excited about the UAB Houston matchup. I'm, I am
1: yeah, I think this, this little region of UAB Houston, Chattanooga, Illinois, I think that could be fun. Yeah. That's so, about the, the best thing. I, I don't know. I mean, you never know in March. You yeah, never know. No, again exactly. going to be good.
0: Okay. So let's go over your sleepers. So this is Jack sleepers for the entire tournament. These are his teams that he thinks he'll go into more detail, but he thinks that are, uh, clearly being underrated undervalued and have the potential to really uh show out in this tournament
1: all right so my first sleeper and i've already talked about him before is marquette they're my biggest sleeper Mm -hmm. um and this is this is taking a lot of me to still back them i i was about to say marquette right now is not in the best situation no this is not a sleeper that you want to typically sleepers you're like okay they're hot right now whereas marquette marquette is the complete opposite of hot they were really good um in the month of january early february Mm -hmm. and then late late february march they've been awful just yeah i I don't know what what's happened (laughs) um but again i think I think a lot of people are super high on North Carolina right now. Yeah. Just because they've tuned into the later half of the season, and that's when North Carolina finally started pulling it, pulling things together. But even then, I don't even know. Like
0: they beat Duke. Right. And they beat like, Duke, and like
1: all. that's really it. And I mean, that
0: and sh- like that is huge for, uh, that's huge for North Carolina. But at the same time, like, the ACC was an extremely weak conference this year.
1: Um, overall.
0: I would say. Oh, yeah. Um, I think
1: it was probably the worst power six conference, it, yeah, even was, behind the back 12.
0: It was pretty uh, – it's pretty embarrassing to think, like, when Coach Kaylee's what's going to happen in that conference. So – um, and it looks like – I mean, if North Carolina can pull out games like they did against Duke, like – the moment's not too big for him, but I, I also don't know, like, you've been backing Marquette up so, so much. Like, even even during the season, you're like, no, watch these guys, watch these guys. And now we're in the situation where you have to pick them, and so you're going with them as your sleeper, right?
1: Yeah, I'm not – I'm just going to stick to it. um You're going to stay by your word. I'm standing by my word. Okay. North Carolina, like you said, it's really – they won that Duke game, and other than that – They don't have It's a- just a bunch of other games that they should be winning. Yes. Um – They've got some good players, but Caleb Love and Armando Baycott kind of carry the load. Yeah. And they... I just feel like Marquette spaces the floor really well, and everybody, anybody on the floor in an ISO situation can win a matchup mm. um, and go get a bucket, which is why I like Marquette so much. Yeah. And they get up and down, so that they're going to play scrappy, aggressive defense, try and force a lot of turnovers. um. And everybody on the floor can shoot pretty much.
0: So how many rounds do you have Marquette going? Because they meet Baylor like that.
1: Yeah, uh, so I have them beating Baylor in the second round. Okay. And then I have them beating UCLA Wow. and the Sweet 16. I had UCLA at first, and I was like, no, let's just let's go full in. And then I have them eventually falling to Kentucky. Okay,
0: so I want to hear the UCLA um, falling to Marquette argument because – like I get Baylor in a sense, because I know Baylor can be a little inconsistent and um sure they're coming off of a, a championship, but uh I don't think they're the exact same team that they were that year, clearly. Um but they're really good. Yeah. They're not bad. Definitely. I so, mean Baylor could go back, yeah for sure. UCLA to me though is that they that pretty dang close to that exact team. Uh what did they do? Add a five star?
1: Uh I mean, yeah, they only added to that team. Yeah. They, um, you're right, it's the exact same team, and UCLA definitely could make it back to the Final Four. Yep. I, there's not a really particular reason. You're just going with your gut. I'm going with my gut, and I just think UCLA, I feel like they got, not lucky, they did not get lucky last year. Yeah. I think what they, what they showed last year, that is the best version of UCLA we will see. They cannot get better than that. Yeah. That team was but ridiculous. Do you, do you
0: think that team comes back? So,
1: that's my thing is I don't know. Like, It's so hard to see them getting back to how good they were last year. And obviously, they have the potential, but... You don't know if it's there. I just... I don't know. I mean, it's going to be hard for them to do it two years in a row, especially given... Um, the draw like they were they were supposed to be a one or a two seed
0: okay so your sleeper first sleeper is Marquette yes um I like your UCLA argument I think it's a pretty good one of I don't you don't know if you can trust them because you don't know if they're there yet um and I yeah that's that's pretty reasonable overall just thinking um just how they played this season we haven't seen that team and I don't know if that team's coming in March um and they very much they've showed glimpses yeah
1: like they beat her they beat Arizona the first matchup they Did They beat Gonzaga at the beginning of the year. No, they got rolled by Gonzaga. Okay, that's. What um, I mean. And then, Pac-12 championship was a great game for about thirty-two minutes, thirty-three yeah. minutes. Um, so yeah, they. I mean, they could be there, but I. I don't know. I just don't think they will this year.
0: Okay, so what's your next sleeper other than Marquette?
1: Um. I've okay. Uh all the noticed, or were you going with one sleeper? So no no no. I've got I've got a few. You okay. have to have a few. Alright, give me give me your other sleepers. Um so here's here's something I want to note. It's the, um since twenty sixteen, so the last seven tournaments, or no no no. Since twenty fourteen, the last seven tournaments we skipped twenty twenty, obviously. Yes. We have had six double digit teams of the last seven tournaments have made the final have made the elite eight. That's what it is. So so that means we get about on average a little under one per year. Yeah. So it's not crazy to have a double double digit seed in in your Elite Eight. Like Mm -hmm. that that actually happens more often than not. Yeah, that's true. So I was trying to find that team this year and most of my sleepers are like are like you know, like seven seeds, or obviously Marquette's nine a nine seed. seed. <laughs> yeah. So I almost want to mar- count Marquette as that team. The so I was looking for like a double digit seed that could do that mm-hmm. this year, and I think the only ones that really stuck out to me was Rutgers. Uh, yep. Because we've seen them, you know, we they won four games in a row against four ranked teams. Yep. Um. So they've done it. they've not only have they beat good teams they've beat four really good teams in a row which is mm-hmm. what you have to do. Yep. And what they'll have to do because they're a playing to get to the Elite 8. Yep. Um so I I don't have Ruggers going far but I could see them. Okay. Um one of my other s- sleepers is LSU um, okay. <clears throat> this one's interesting. But Cause obviously they lost, they lost their coach. Yeah. they're six okay. seed. Okay. I, I, I have them in my elite eight. Um, okay. Wow. So the reason being, obviously they lost will Wade their coach. I honestly think that helps this LSU team. Yeah. Go into this. You're talking about this yesterday. S- yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I don't think, I didn't think Will Wade was a horrible coach, Yeah. but I think he had horrible body language Mm. And, you know, sometimes it's okay to yell at your players. I'm not saying Bruce Pearl does it. Yeah, yeah, every coach does it. I mean, you're a bad coach if you don't, I think. Yeah. But the way he handles himself, like, he's literally stomping on the ground. He looks like a child Mm -hmm. who's, like, screaming and crying for milk or something. (laughs) Like, it's kind of embarrassing. (laughs) Yeah. Seriously. And so I think I see LSU playing a lot looser. Yes. They're also a... They're pretty high in the metrics. They rank, like, top 12 in defensive well, efficiency. they're
0: definitely a team that when Arkansas was playing, I didn't
1: like playing them. Oh, no, they're, I never It was never uncomfortable to them. play them. We're lucky to win all three games yes.
0: against them. Yes, so um, – and that was with Will Wade. I'm really curious – I guess an assistance, just coaching them yeah. right now. And, I mean, maybe – maybe – you know, you never know. Will Wade could have been like restrictive on some of the things that they could have done, like playwise and things like that. You know, you go and yeah. buy the playbook and maybe that allows you're saying uh looser, I think was a term that you used. And right. Maybe they're a little more uh relaxed, but they're more uh motivated. Yeah. P- it could
1: it could ignite a flame. Yeah. Um it'd be a cool story. Playing without him. And another thing is I think LSU, they're not underseated. But in the grand scheme of things, they are because they started the year thirteen to zero. They were one of the last undefeated teams. Yep. Uh, they beat Kentucky, and then they lost Xavier Pinson, their starting point guard, mm-hmm. and things went downhill from there. So they've lost some pretty bad games. Yeah. But when they got Xavier Pinson back, there was instant improvement in the team. Um, they're competitive in pretty much every game, and so I think with Xavier Pinson, this team is like top 20 at the least Mm, maybe even top 15 yeah so and and they drew a pretty good a pretty good uh half of a bracket so they've got iowa state who i think is the least scary 11 seed uh they i mean they can barely score 50 points most nights Mm. um and against an lsu defense that's super lengthy I, i don't see them scoring a ton there i think lsu gets by them pretty easily then i think they get wisconsin who i'm not been super high on i i wasn't going to pick them far regardless and then the news of johnny davis being hurt and uh playing on ankle. a probably like 70 80% i don't like that for wisconsin yeah i think lsu is just more athletic than them lsu is one of the most yeah, athletic really teams athletic. in the country which i love so i've got them beating wisconsin and then i got them matched up against auburn in the sweet 16 um, and this is a game, I mean, I think Auburn's the better team, mm-hmm. but, and I'm, I'm not, I think a lot of people have kind of given up on Auburn. I haven't. I'm not, I, let me say this for my issue with Auburn. I haven't, I am have not
0: given up on Auburn. I don't like, I think there, there's some selfish shooters on the team that I've, we've now seen in person. Once, where some selfish shots cost them a game, and then we also saw that in the tournament, some selfish shots that, if you make them, it's great, but if you if you miss it, you look like an absolute idiot. Yeah. So I, I that's where I'm a little bit nervous with Auburn and, uh, Sh- Shiebe like I'm not calling he's not the guy that I'm calling selfish here that like Shiebe
1: or J- Jabari Smith. Uh, who who am
0: I thinking of when I
1: who Green?
0: Oh, Wendell Green. Yeah. yeah, no, Green. Green for me just takes way too many. Like, um, I don't know. It. I don't. Here's the deal: is they crack under pressure. I've saw, I've seen them crack under pressure so many times that I don't see why they won't again. Um, and sure, they've been in those situations a lot, but I've I've seen it go both ways. So I'm just nervous about them cracking under pressure again and kind of losing their cool. Yeah. Um, because I'm not even. Bruce Pearl honestly is a pretty good coach. Like I, oh, I, I really I enjoy agree. him as a guy and uh-huh. I think that
1: he gets a lot of hate and he's a really good dude. I understand why, but I I personally like Bruce Pearl a lot. I like his
0: coaching style. Um it fits in with the SEC really well. But I just don't know um I don't know. Who do you well who do you have in that Elite Eight in the Midwest?
1: Yeah, so I've got Kansas and LSU and I agree with you, Auburn has struggled under pressure and that's one of the reasons I have LSU winning here.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, do you, let me ask this. So, do you, how far do you have Iowa going?
1: Do they get to the Sweet 16
0: against Kansas?
1: No, I've got Iowa losing in the round of 32. So, I mean, I've seen countless people taking Iowa to their Final Four. And yeah. I can't blame them a whole lot, but at the same time I can because it's kind of the same situation with Purdue. They cannot, they they're can't the consistently defense. defend. Yeah, they don't have the defense to win four games in this tournament. Yeah. I, pr- I promise you, if there's one team that I can't, I mean, I can't make any promises, but I, I mean, I would not have the defense to, okay. I don't even think make it to the Elite Eight.
0: Okay, so who do you have winning the Providence South Dakota State game?
1: Yeah, I've got South Dakota State there, they're kind of a sexy 13 seed, them in Vermont. Yes. Um, no, I agree. We're
0: also. I'm just gonna say this: we're not on the Vermont train because we're Arkansas fans, so we can't. I be. wouldn't be anyways. Um, but you're saying you're not anyways. What? I this is my argument that I've seen against it, and I said it last night, but I'll say it again. Vermont doesn't play anyone. Like they, they don't play. They don't. Yeah. They don't play teams that are, and this sounds crazy saying Arkansas caliber, but. Like they're not playing Arkansas caliber teams that have guys like Jalen Williams and JD Note that like that there's more athletes on the floor that they can move it to. And I don't think Vermont has the tier of athlete that Arkansas yeah. has. Yeah,
1: It's partially that. Um it's obviously most of these like low seeds like South Dakota State, I'm not gonna act like they've played great competition this year. But I but I will say that they but from what I've seen, they have athletes yeah Um, they're athletic and that's that's my biggest thing with vermont is i don't think they have their roster to match up with arkansas size and athleticism yeah um and you know they shoot the three well but most of that comes when they're wide open because they're dribble penetrating past like you said bad competition i don't think they'll be able to do that against arkansas Mm -hmm. but back to south dakota state like i said it's it's a great recipe for a upset here because yeah. they shoot the three better than anyone by a wide margin, and yeah. not only in the in the country. Um, Providence, Providence has had a lot of games that they very easily could have and probably should have lost, mm-hmm. but uh, at the same time, Providence, I mean, they know how to win those games, yeah. which is kind of what worries me. If it comes down to like to the very end down the stretch. I mean, Providence has been there all year, so I would almost favor them. Mm. But I like South Dakota State to win f- because they're one; they're thirty and four, which is insane yeah, for a 13 Yeah, their record seat. is insane. Um, like I said, they shoot the ball really well, and I really want to see an Iowa versus South Dakota State matchup. That would be; those are both top 10 Ken Palm offenses and like bottom 200 or bottom hundred plus Ken Palm defenses. Yeah. That would be like first to 90 points wins. Yeah. So I really want to see that matchup. That's another reason why I'm picking South Dakota state. Okay. Um, so your final four, um,
0: and we'll discuss some of them that I have questions on, but who do you have in your final four real quick? All right.
1: I'm going to, first of all, I just want to quickly name off um, <clears throat> a few top seeds I have going home early.
0: Okay, hold on. Yeah, this is our ups. So, these are our upsets.
1: Oh, do you want to get into that later?
0: Uh, no, I, no, 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 no. Give I thought the- it
1: kind of fit with the sleepers.
0: Yeah, no, let's get – give me the upsets now. Okay. I like this.
1: Um, So, I've got Duke losing to Michigan State in the second round.
0: Okay. What to you makes Michigan State move across Davidson because I'm – I've seen a lot of people throwing their hat for Davidson
1: yeah I don't I don't really know Michigan State looked pretty good mm-hmm. in the big Ten tournament and they were looking really bad down the stretch so I feel like they're kind of back on track to that top 20 team we've we've kind of seen okay. earlier in the year um so that's just why it's kind of why yeah I I, I just think they're their size is going to be a little too much for Davidson. Okay. But Davidson could very easily win that game. And the reason I've got Duke losing, it's – Well, if Davidson goes up there, does Duke lose? No? I don't think so. Okay, so it has to be Michigan State. I think it has to be Michigan okay. State. And, um, I, I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, it's Coach K's last season. This is destiny. Nah. No, nah, I'm not on that train. I, either. I can't be on that train because he's putting – Four or five freshmen on the floor who, can you imagine being a freshman and having to handle that pressure? This is also, the end of Coach K's legendary 40-year career at Duke, and you have to go on a deep run. They've already proven to me twice
0: now that the moment's too big. Yeah. They proved it to me twice. They couldn't do it in the regular season. And that's nothing against those kids. They're freshmen. I don't expect right. they're 18-year-olds. Like if I, When I was 18, I wouldn't expect myself to take the pressure no. of, uh Shoot, throw me on a field with. Uh, John Madden and be like, this is John Madden's last game. You're in the Super Bowl, Jay. You have to play your best game ever. I'm going to try my hardest, but like, the moment can be too big for some people. And like these guys are literally 18-year-olds having to play for a moment that's too big for them. So I'm completely with you there. They've, they've proven to me in the UNC game. And when they – I mean, I watched them come out of there. They didn't know what they were doing. They, they looked lost. And UNC didn't do anything different. It's not like they played a the different game. So – and then Miami. Was it Miami that they – Yeah.
1: and Miami's fine. My, I mean, that's not more – that's just a, a tough regular season loss. Yeah. And, yeah, I just – like you said, they couldn't handle the pressure in the regular season. Can you imagine what it's going to be like in the tournament? Well, they
0: couldn't even handle it in their conference championship. Yeah. So, I just don't – I don't know. I'm just not uh, – it's not that I'm not so I'm not sold on how athletic and how good Duke is. I'm sold on the moment's too big for Duke, so that's yeah, that's, I, I'm. that's
1: that's I'm right. That's one of the biggest reasons why I have them losing early. I seriously think this team's I think this team's ceiling is a Sweet 16. I don't think they can get past it. I so I'll, okay. I'll just leave that there. I they could prove me wrong. Okay. Obviously, they have the talent to win it all. Okay. I just don't think they will. Um what's your other upsets in this one? Um my other main one, I mean I've got a few like I've Chattanooga beating Illinois. Okay. Uh don't skip past that. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's kind of a big one. Silvio Silvio de Sousa Kansas trans, transfer. He was a five-star at Kansas is now at Chattanooga. And this is the last low seed Illinois wanted to play cuz mm. their biggest strength is Kofi Coburn and these smaller schools. Don't have a guy that can match that. Well, Chattanooga does. DeSosa, yeah, was a like I said, five-star former Kansas player, mm-hmm. and now, he can match up with Kofi Coburn really well. I still think Illinois is way more talented. Yeah. Uh, but Chattanooga, the way they won their tournament, like it was a forty-foot fadeaway buzzer-beater. Oh, that was, down yeah. two. No, that was awesome. So it just feels like it's destiny. Uh,
0: what is it? What's the pin? What, I'm forgetting What's the site With all the statistics on it Palmkin Kin Palm Kin uh, Palm. Palm There you go There's me being an idiot Um, On the Kin Palm I mean Is there luck Because there? it has a luck stat on it From yeah. what I was told Yeah Providence um, leads that Which is interesting Houston's also a pretty high Luck thing From what I understand Too
1: yeah, I've been diving, I haven't I haven't looked too
0: deep I would, into it. Okay, I would uh, I would urge you to dig into Houston because what I was being told last night and then what I looked up on my own and Cade okay, thanks for telling me this. But Cade uh, last night was like Houston by every single like right from a computer should be like a one or two seed. They they play like a one or two seed, they do all these things like a one or two seed, but they don't win games like a one or two seed. And uh, their luck
1: factor was super high.
0: So, personally, for me, that's already one where – and do you have UAB in that game? No, UAB's? I've got Houston. Okay.
1: Interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think UAB – I think UAB could definitely win that game. Yeah. Um.
0: And I could be overthinking it. I, I yeah, will say that.
1: I just think Houston – I think their athleticism and size is too much yeah. there for UAB. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to get way too many second-chance points. But so, so UAB is going to have to hit a lot of their shots yeah. and Houston defends really well and they are super high on the metrics. They're like a top 10, to, um, almost top five Kin Palm and net and net no, rankings. That, and team. that's what,
0: it, and on Kin Palm, they're so high. Like everything yeah. that they do is so high. It's just, what kills me is like SMU and Memphis, obviously, and SMU is not the most athletic team, but like Houston's, I mean, not Houston, uh, Memphis is crazy athletic. You got, uh, you got a ton of absolute studs running around on the court. They're just not running plays half the time. So, I don't know. I'm just uh, – I'm definitely – I'm not not – Houston can win that game. It's just I don't – I'm not taking UAB out yet because I'm – the reason I'm not sold on Houston is because I should be and they won't just
1: finally convince me, like, just look at us. So, this
0: game's this game's kind of big for me to trust Houston throughout the rest of the – but, I mean, how far do you have Houston going?
1: Uh, I've got them in the Sweet 16, losing yeah. To Arizona. Yeah, so they, they don't have they. They've lost their they lost their best player early, earlier in the year, Marcus Sasser. Yep, and that's a that's a killer. That's why they can't make a run in this tournament. Yep, and the only reason they were in the Final Four last year, go back and look at their Final Four run. They played no one. They did not play their 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 highest seeded team they played in the four game stretch to the Final Four was a 10 seed. That's insane. They played a 15. Imagine that. 10. Man. 11 and 12 seed to get to the final four.
0: Okay, and then so your upsets are, if you see Michigan playing Duke, you're, Michigan State, sorry, not Michigan, Michigan State playing Duke, you're taking Michigan State, you're taking Chattanooga over
1: Illinois in the first round, and do you have any more? Um, Yeah, I've got Colorado State making the Sweet 16 beating Tennessee in the second round, what? and a lot of people love Tennessee right now. Yeah, What? What? what is making you not like Tennessee? Um, I, well, I haven't liked I've just I don't I just he, they're not I watch them play and I'm like this team is not a team that can make it deep. They're kinda boring to watch. They're boring. I wasn't <laughs> they're boring. But um what is who's the kid that's
0: always off the bench? Uh Zakai Ziegler. Zakai Ziegler. The small dude. Yes. Um hear hear me out on this one. I said this last night too. He's everything Chris likes wants to be.
1: Yeah, like, except <laughs> except he's a freshman and He'll yeah, probably sure. be better than Chris, Chris likes. likes. He probably already is, is better, better than Chris yeah, likes. Yeah, no, that's what I'm thinking. So. I don't know. That's an, that's. I think they're about the same. Right. Now. I don't have a problem with. Yeah, yes. I don't have a problem with the Ziegler. I I do have a problem with that. He's a freshman and he's yeah. a, an important player for them. Yeah. And what I, I also have a problem. Old, you know? Kenny, Kenny Ch- Kennedy Chandler's a yeah. freshman. Yep. I don't like freshman point guards in the tournament. Yeah. Which is I, I like big. experienced guys. Big and enough. Tennessee has had. Rick Barnes has had teams way better than this Tennessee team they've had this year. Yeah, and hasn't gotten past the Sweet 16 with those teams. So yeah. he's kind of got to prove it to me before You're I can start believing in them. Okay, and so
0: Colorado State over Tennessee. Yes, and I then, like Colorado State. And a lot. then who do? You, well, we don't have to get into all that. Okay, next next upset, or is that it? Uh, I mean we already uh, talked about South yeah, Dakota. Yeah, I've got like.
1: I've got St. Mary's losing to the winner of Wyoming, Indiana. I don't you're like St. Yeah, I don't like St. Mary's at all. Jack's not sold on St. Mary's. Don't at talk all. to me about St. Mary's. I hate them. Um, um, they're inconsistent. That's fair. I've got. I already talked about Rutgers, Notre Dame beating, or I have Rutgers beating Bama. If that's if that's the game there. Yep. And then I have New Mexico State beating. Oh. UConn, which is like, here's my thing. Hold on. We kind of talked about this earlier. So you're. This you do realize this gives Arkansas quite the chance. Yeah,
0: it does. And I did we who did we talk about? Did we would we prefer? We were talking about this earlier. Would we prefer Arkansas playing Gonzaga, or or Arkansas playing St. Mary's? Who did you prefer? It was something about transition, offensive defense that you were like, oh, I don't want to see them.
1: Yeah, I didn't want to see Gonzaga because the problem is teams that beat Gonzaga are normally fair a better chance are the ones that slow them down like St. Mary's did and play in the half court, Mm -hmm. which is why I think Boise State would be a better matchup for Memphis than Gonzaga, because Memphis kind of likes to run up and down, get up and down the court. And I think you can't can't beat Gonzaga at their own game. And that's my only issue with Arkansas is, which we're not quite as much a transition team as we used to be even last year, but we still kind of are. And there's, there's... there's That's an art to me.
0: having set plays ran, mm-hmm. and I feel like when you're playing Gonzaga, you probably need to run some set plays. And I don't. I'd love to see. Man, it'd be it'd be fun to see Gonzaga's bigs against Jalen Williams, though.
1: Yeah, that would be an, an interesting matchup. So you have New Mexico State upsetting UConn. Yeah, wow. and and I don't, I don't have a great reason. You just want it. It's really I I want it, and uh. It's the 12 5 that nobody's really picking. Mm. I feel like a lot of people, well, Richmond is also another one. I, yes. I wouldn't be surprised if Richmond beat Iowa. Okay. Um but like the Wyoming You're sold on the Spiders? I'm not sold on them, but I'm just not sold on Iowa either. Okay. Okay, that's fair. I don't think Iowa will lose, but I could see it. Like I think I it think New Mexico State and New Mexico State and Richmond are the two 12 seeds you're not gonna be that like, nobody's picking them.
0: And you're not going to be shocked if they do. R-
1: no, yeah, I won't. Okay. Okay. And, and I feel like every year there's always the sexy 12 over 5 yeah and, or 13 over 4. But it's the ones you don't expect. Like last year, Oregon State, nobody thought that – everyone thought, oh, this team sucks. Yeah. And they, they destroyed Tennessee. And then a lot of people were on the Georgetown train for some reason – and they lost to Colorado by 30. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like nobody's going to really expect it. That's why I'm taking New Mexico State.
0: Okay, I like it. And is that all the picks for you pretty yeah. much? Yeah, Okay. So much all sleepers, let's go over real quick. Just name them off. Sleepers are... Marquette. Marquette. Michigan State. Michigan State. Colorado State and LSU. And LSU, okay. And then your upsets are going to be New Mexico State. It's going to be South Dakota State. And I mean, at this point, let's just call lSU an upset, even though they're higher seed because yeah for how far I have been going uh well, and also Iowa state uh I mean everyone and their mother seems to be picking Iowa
1: State too for that one uh, and then, kind, I don't know i don't I don't know what people it, are thinking on well, that one. well, I've been looking on ESPN and so it just seems okay. like, like
0: Texas Virginia Tech, um I'm pretty sure more people are on Virginia Tech there, yes, which is. I'm. I'm not even gonna get into it. So, um, yeah, basically that's what uh, it looks like. So your final four. Let's get into that now, since we've talked about everything else on Earth. Final right. four is from the West region.
1: From the West region, <laughs> region. Call me bias. I have Arkansas. I don't care what anybody <laughs> thinks. And do I okay. think? Do re- realistically, do I think we're gonna make it to the final four? No. But if I picked every team I thought was going to make the Final Four, then my Final Four would be wrong. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking okay. Arkansas when J.D. Nota's on, we've when he when he's on his on his A game. Yeah. we've proven we can't be beat. Nobody's yeah. beat us when he's on his A game. Okay, so I'm depending on that.
0: Okay, I would also like to add in there for the Arkansas argument, and I'm not I'm not picked who I have there officially yet. But for the Arkansas argument, I want everyone to look out. I know he has not done anything this season, and no, and by no means did he do anything last season. I it know, was only in one. I know you are gonna say it was only in a literally two week period when he decided to come out and kind of steal the show. Like at the beginning of the season, I was even saying it was this guy's team because of how he was in March. And if you watch him in the tournament, he's a different guy. And I'm gonna back him up. If Devo Davis shows up if he wants to be the guy that he was in the tournament last year, yep. I mean, he's taking Moses Moody out of the game and and I'm not saying being Moses Moody he's being himself, but he was, Moses was out of the game and Devo was in to make up for what Moses was not doing during the bracket in, during in the bracket. So yeah. I don't if Devo Davis shows up, you're going to have Devo Davis, Stanley and Moody, who if he hits his threes is probably a telltale sign. Arkansas in a good position. Mm-hmm. If uh, did I say JD yet? JD, JD, Jalen, Devo, and Stanley, and and, to- and Tony. Yeah, Tony all of a sudden decided to wake up. So I, you know what? I think that's a fair argument. Who do you have them playing in the elite
1: eight though? I've been playing Texas Tech. I do you think. Do
0: you really think Arkansas can beat Texas Tech?
1: Yeah, we can beat Texas Tech. Uh, I mean, we beat their s- pretty much same team last year. Now our team's kind of different. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing, it's Mark Adams' first year. I, I don't know. First year coaches kind of scare me, even even though they're really good. Yeah. So, Do you like? I, I think Texas Tech is a Final Four contender, contender for sure.
0: I'm I agree with that. Okay. So then from the East Division you have.
1: Uh, I've got Kentucky.
0: Okay, Kentucky. Um, yep. Okay, I agree. Yeah, that's 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 about what I would have. Okay, and then from the South Region you're pulling.
1: South Region, I'm taking Villanova.
0: Okay, I had a Villanova fan in here last night saying he's not taking Nova, and I have no re- no idea why he wasn't sold on them. Yeah.
1: but I I, I don't what's he's, on, their, he's sold on the Tennessee. Train, I don't know I what's what's not to be sold about Villanova. You have Jay Wright, who's won two national championships in the last four five five tournaments. Mm-hmm. Um, their like entire team is seniors. Mm-hmm. They have the best true point guard in the country, in my opinion, Colin Gillespie. He knows how to facilitate their offense. He also can score. He can also go get you a bucket, and he's a senior. Mm-hmm. It's a classic J. Wright point okay. guard. They've got playmakers on the wings. They get a lot of re- offensive rebounds. Yeah, They have a lot of perimeter shooters. I love Villanova.
0: Okay, so Villanova.
1: They shoot free throws better than anyone else. Okay, that's, that's a that's huge that's one. That's something that I'm awesome. That's also, a huge one. They're one of the best free throw shooting teams of the country.
0: Okay, so Villanova, and then we have our Midwest region in the Final Four is...
1: Um, Kansas. Okay. And I hate it because Kansas was my least – they're my least favorite one seed. I think any other one seed gets their region, they're locked for the final four. I, they so just then they got, naturally They just trying. got a good draw. Okay.
0: So we have Arkansas, Kentucky, Villanova, Kansas from the – the I don't even know that. who are you taking from the Arkansas Kentucky matchup in the final four?
1: It's a little rematch. Uh, I'm gonna take Kentucky in that game. Okay, I think this is where our, our run goes comes to an end, which is okay. I'll if, take that, I'll take a final four any day with a bunch of five stars coming in next year. Yeah, yeah, take definitely.
0: It. Okay, and so you got Kentucky, and they will be playing from the Arizona i mean, not sorry, Villanova and. Kansas. Kansas. Who's gonna win that one?
1: Uh, I've got Villanova in that one. Okay, you
0: got Nova. So you got a Kentucky Nova matchup. Yep. Little
1: throwback, I guess. Kentucky Nova. Who you got on top? Uh, I've had this team in mind to be my national champion for for about six weeks or so. Yeah. And I'm sticking with it, even though they haven't been playing too great lately. It's Kentucky. Yep. Um. I they well, one they have the national player of the year. Mm-hmm. They also have an NBA player. Pr- I mean, probably a few. Mm-hmm. Ty Ty Washington. They're truly healthy now too. Yep yeah, they're they're fully healthy. Severe Willer's a true point guard. Um, their shooting scares me. Yeah, they don't have great perimeter shooting, but they have Kellen Grady, who when he's on, is the best shooter in the country. Yep, I think they have all the pieces, and something that is different. F- from with this Kentucky team from other Kentucky teams is that they're not a bunch of freshmen and sophomores. Like, they're all experienced players. Well,
0: the, the cool thing I heard last night was Calipari's finally learned how to adjust to the new way basketball is. And it's not freshmen and everything. And sure, one and duns are, you know, a part of the sport. But yeah. he's adjusted to, like, the transfer portal and learned mm-hmm. how to use that and learned how to have – Older athletes on his team rather than a bunch of one and dones who go to be stars in the NBA. So right, that shot was wild. I don't know how that went in. That was a good shot. <laughs> um, so okay, so you have Kentucky pulling it out. Ever since you told me, I, well, ever since I watched that Kentucky game against Arkansas, I said they're like in my head. I was like, this is a national championship team,
1: definitely. Um,
0: so Kentucky comes out on top overall for J. Phil here, and okay, and you're contempt with that.
1: I'm okay with that. Do you that. feel like
0: – are there changes coming to your bracket or are you set on this bracket that you have in your hands right now?
1: I'm pretty set on it. I've made a few changes. I've had to switch a few games around. But I think – I think I've got what I like here.
0: Okay. I like that. And for anyone who doesn't know, J-Phil also before the releasing of the seeds, how how good did you – and that, we'll just go in the top four seeds. You were pretty much
1: – Yeah. Uh, Top four – I was pretty much dead on. Really like the top seven, 7. Yeah. I was dead on. I just missed. So I had um let's see. I had Tennessee is a 2. Well, everyone and in- and Duke things- is a 3. Yeah. Cuz Duke does not deserve to be a 2
0: seed. They must not watch the Well, do they not watch the tournaments because I don't think
1: it's not only it's not only that. I th- I mean like Tennessee had a better resume going into the tournaments and obviously they left with a better resume coming out. Yep. Tennessee hasn't lost a game out of its first quadrant, whereas Duke's lost, like, I think four or five of its losses are out of the first co- quadrant, which, like... It's just because Coach K. It's it's yeah. literally Coach K. Like, it's... Yeah. They they just... This, this is Coach K's tournament. Yep. So, that one I'm not too upset about. And then I had Purdue as a two, Villanova as a three. But I did say I could see Villanova jumping, Purdue uh, after Purdue lost to Iowa. So that one doesn't surprise me. Okay. And then all the threes I had, right. Fours I had, right. Fives I had, right. Uh, and I had Boise state as a six. Okay. And they got an eight, which I think was, I think they got kind of screwed over there. Well, the mountain West is coming back. Mountain West is good. They went 27 and seven and won their conference tournament. I don't know how that's an eight seed, but anyways, pretty solid. Okay. So, uh, Overall, got
0: the seating right. You're feeling confident about the bracket. If you could give somebody advice, they're looking at this bracket, they're like, "I got no idea, like, what to do." What would your one word of advice be?
1: Um, don't go chalk. Okay. I, I, but you have to mix in chalk as well. Yeah. So it's explain, like explain to the people what that means. So chalk is like you're picking all the the higher seeds to win. Yes. And you need the perfect mixture. Like last year was insane the upsets and runs that we had by low seeds that that's like a one in every five or six tournament Mm -hmm. type type of seasons so just have a good mixture of like high seeds going far and then have a few lower seeds making runs
0: okay sweet so there's jay phil's advice we appreciate you having you on the show. Um, well, actually, hold on. We're not done yet. We're I need, I need your, I need your five star frenzy for the matchup. Uh, five star beef jerky. Uh, you can find it on Amazon and 15 off the edge for 15% off the beef jerky. Okay. J Phil, who do you have, um, as your like five teams that you're like, these, these teams are absolutely just ballers. These are really good
1: teams. All right. I'll try and do a good mix. Um, I'll try and do. It a good doesn't game. have to. Yeah, just like just right. Like, like I don't want to do my whole final four. Obviously, if I'll, no. Y'all you, heard but that. if you want to, you can't. Yeah, I know. That, but y'all right. have heard that, so I'll try and mix things up. So I'm gonna go Kentucky. They're my champion. I okay. have to have them in number one. Yep. Marquette. That's my big sleeper. I love Marquette. They could lose first round, so this is scary. But <laughs> yeah, Marquette. Um, South Dakota State. Mm-hmm. A little love for my 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 lower seeds out there. Let's see. I'm not going to take Arkansas. <laughs> I want to. Um, I'll I, throw Villanova in there. May, here, Yeah, I like that. I think Villanova's flying under people's ra- They're my runner-up. Okay. I think they're flying under people's radar. And then my final team is Colorado State. Okay,
0: I like it. So that's Jack's five-star frenzy. That's brought to you by... Five-star beef jerky for the go. You can go on Amazon and find that 15 off the edge for a little discount for it. And, okay, sweet. So, Jack's final pick, Kentucky winning it all. Make sure to look for his sleepers. Marquette is one of those sleepers. And then you had
1: uh, Colorado State, Colorado Michigan State, Michigan State Michigan
0: LSU. State. And LSU, okay. Look for those. And then your upset games you're going to want to look for. Michigan State, if they're playing Duke, upset game. You're also going to want to look for LSU over Iowa State because we're calling it an upset game because LSU is being slept on by all means. And then look for – who else did you have? Chattanooga over Illinois.
1: Mm-hmm. South Dakota State over Providence. Oh, and South Dakota and Dakota then State. South Dakota State over Iowa.
0: Okay, so there you go. That is pretty much everything Jack needs to tell you guys before you go in. I feel like you've prepared them well. They've I had, hope so. They have they have a good opinion. Don't overthink it when you're doing yeah. it. Don't be don't be like me and overthink everything because I'm gonna be sweating bullets tomorrow before I take an exam trying to figure out this bracket. So, um, yeah. Welcome to March Madness. You're officially ready. Go make your bracket. And uh thank you guys for joining the show. This has been Off the Edge Madness Prep with Jay Beasley and special guest Jack Phillips. And we will see you guys. I guess I'll probably do a Monday show and review the crazy weekend that's that's happening. All right. Peace.